Hello, Joy Starters. Hope you're having a great week. I want to introduce you to a brand new season of the Joy Starters podcast. Yes, we are now um, having seasons. We're going to have seasons. They're going to be roughly three months, and then we're going to take a break, and then we're going to have a new season. And we are also going to be in the future putting the podcast up on YouTube as well if you want to listen that way. Lots of new ideas, lots of new things for you to look forward to. And hopefully you will share this with a friend. All right. Hopefully you'll share this with a friend. And because that's the best gold standard in everything we do is a is a human referral, is a warm lead, as we call it, is I love her or I love this podcast. You should listen to it. It's a dose of joy in sometimes a really harsh and negative world. All right. Lots of things to share with you this week as usual. So let's just jump right in. Week before last, I believe it was, I was talking to a friend, Heather, and I just spit something out. And I'm very grateful that God allows the synapses in my brain to to form and to connect and these things get spit out, right? So I just said the words, faith, fitness, and audaciousness. I said, what about for the next 90 days if we focused on faith, fitness, and audaciousness? Every single day, we thought faith, fitness, and audaciousness. And she loved it. And I'm throwing it out to you. We are actually going to be doing it in the Joy Starters Club. That is what our challenges are going to be about. That is what our monthly challenge is going to be about. The texts are going to be about that for the next 90 days leading into the holidays, which the holidays we know can be so triggering for a lot of people. Sometimes you have to be around people that you don't like. Boundaries are often crossed. There's a lot of loneliness around the holidays, a lot of unmet expectations, all of those things. And yeah, so it fits. It's perfect. Faith, but the faith, fitness, and audaciousness. So what that would look like on a day like today for me would be, okay, fitness. And there's no order. Fitness. This morning, I got up and I went to CrossFit as I had promised myself I was going to do. And I've been doing something along the fitness route that I want to share with you. And I may have shared it in a um, newsletter, which, by the way, if you're not signed up for our newsletter, go to rachelbarbeau.com or I'm changingthenarrative.org. If somebody has sent you this podcast, get signed up for the newsletter. It's generally once a week. I share things that are moving me, that are touching me, that are news about the movement, news about what I'm doing, but things that are moving me. So it's a great podcast. This podcast is great. It's a great newsletter. And like love to get emails back and and feedback on it. And so I think you'll like it too. But I shared there that I, so I'm super busy, right? Obviously, I'm getting ready to more news. I'm getting ready to start my next book. Now we're going to be pitching early next year. I have an agent, a call with my agent next week. I'm so excited. If you missed this podcast for the past couple of weeks, I hit a bestseller. The book became a bestseller a couple of weeks ago at the Clear Blue Sky. And the book Relentless Joy, again, if you're new to this, I'm busy. I'm really busy. I've got things scheduled, talk scheduled, going to be out on the road. I have four beautiful bonus kids. I'm a wife. I keep a house. I'm a fur baby mama. And and yeah, I'm busy like we all are. So I've counted macros in terms of fitness. I've counted macros in the past and and it was great. It really worked for me. But right now, I'm not in a place where I can every day conceivably track fat, track that, track carbs, track, okay, what do I need to eat? Okay, I can't eat this. What do I need to do here? 
It's just not doable for me right now. But what is doable? Wow, that was a really strong but. (laughs) That's very passionate. But what is doable for me is tracking protein. And I have known for the longest time, for the past 10 years, on and off, mostly on, I've been a CrossFitter. I've been a member of three different boxes, one in Atlanta, North Atlanta, CrossFit Breaking Boundaries, and and then CrossFit Music City. If you're in Nashville and you're a CrossFitter, go see them. Tell them Rachel sent you. Same for Atlanta, CrossFit Breaking Boundaries. Ask for Larry. And then also here in Yulee, CrossFit Fernandina. And so anyway, you got to go check this out. So I have I have been doing this, and I was also a dancer for many years, a Zumba instructor and a dancer before that. But I haven't consistently gotten my protein, like every day. And and so I said, even before this faith, fitness, and audaciousness thing came up, I said, you know what? I'm going to focus on, if nothing else, I'm going to focus on getting my protein amount every single day. And so I've been doing that. I was a little under the weather last week for a day or so, so I missed it that day. But If you're new to the protein game, as one of our coaches just told me at CrossFit this morning, you can't get enough of it. Like, and if you go over, that's okay too. But we want to aim for your body weight, um, at least in protein a day. And I eat that in real food. I I take a supplement that helps me with some amino acids and protein. And then, you know, sometimes it'll be a protein shake um, or something of that nature. And I've been focusing on it. Faith, fitness, and audaciousness. And this morning in CrossFit, y'all, we had a benchmark workout called Cindy. And it was air squats, push-ups, and supposed to be pull-ups. I cannot do pull-ups. Um, and, or you could do ring rows or you could do bent over rows. And so for I don't know how many years that I've been doing CrossFit, at least the last couple of years, I have not been able to do push-ups like consistently, uh, regular push-ups. So I do them for my knees, okay? I do them for my knees. And this morning, I have no idea what happened to me. I was talking to another classmate about push-ups and how I hate them and blah, blah, blah. And we were warming up to push-ups. And and we were laughing and saying, I have to conserve my push-ups because this is 20 minutes of this. There's three workouts. There's three bodyweight workouts. 20 minutes of that over and over again. And I don't know what clicked in my head. I don't know if it's the protein. I don't know if it's a faith, fitness, and audaciousness. I don't know what it is, y'all. But I did 20 minutes each, each. So it was like 15 air squats, eight push-ups, and six bent over rows or, or ring rows. And for me, because I, I scaled down on, on that movement. So 20 minutes of this consistently over and over again. And you know what? I never dropped to my freaking knees. I never dropped to my knees. I did all those push-ups eight at a time from a regular push-up stance. I don't know if it's the protein. I don't know if it was something in my mind. I don't know if it's just that I'm a warrior queen, like you are a warrior king, a warrior queen. You decide, you straighten that crown, but maybe it is the protein. I don't know. It could be a multitude of things, but my point is faith, fitness, and audaciousness. So that would be my fitness this morning. One, I won because I went. I don't care if you're walking. I don't care if you're walking on a treadmill. I don't care if you're taking baby steps. I don't know what you're doing, but just start. And then the faith is, hey, what, wherever you believe, again, I'm very open here about my faith in God. And so for I'm thinking about my faith and my Bible and my praying for somebody. When I say I'm going to not just I'll pray for you. No, stop right then and there and pray for somebody. 
And then audaciousness. I have taught on this thing for the longest time. It's called the audacious hour. And it's one hour a week and you can break it up where you send an audacious email. You ask an audacious ask. You ask for that raise. You ask for that promotion. You tell somebody you love them. You squash an old something that's been in your family for a long time and you've been beefing with somebody. Squash it. Today, squash it. Faith, fitness, and audaciousness. 90 days. Do it. Write it in your phone. Join Joystarters. Oh my gosh. Speaking of audaciousness, I am so proud of myself. And I hope you can say that about yourself. I hope there are things that you're proud of. I have been building an app, y'all. An app to house my course. I have a five-week Joy Blueprint course that I taught last year to house Joy Starters community. I have an ebook in there. And I've been building an app alongside this amazing company called Tribal. If you are ever interested in having an app, I will do an introduction with them. They are amazing. But I am not technologically advanced. I'm not technologically advanced. It's not my thing. I'm learning. My husband is teaching me AI and chat GPT. He's into machine learning because he doesn't want to get left behind. He's a smart man. He is on the cutting edge. He's always thinking about the future, a great provider, a great everything. My best friend, man, we're coming up on six years. It's the six-year anniversary of us meeting on October 17th, and it was love at first sight for both of us. He also met my mom that first night and said, I loved your mom before I loved you. (laughs) And yeah, it's in the book. It's a great story. It's a beautiful story. And we had some dips and some valleys, man, but we are here stronger. And then on in December, we are celebrating two years of marriage. So yeah, all the things, faith, fitness, and audaciousness. Hey, Joy Starters, here's a thought. If you purchased the book and you loved it, I need a favor. I need you to tell a friend about it. I need you to buy a friend a copy. I need you to share about it in your group, in your church, tell your pastor, somebody at work, whatever it may be. I recently have been speaking at events where the event organizer bought everybody a book. So they went home with a copy. And what I wanted to tell them and what I want to tell you is if you get a free copy or however you came across a copy, if you bought a copy, if you loved it, more than a few people have been doing this where they just buy several copies to give away. I take copies in my bag at the airport to give to people and to bless people. And so um, that's my ask of you. And if you can't afford to buy somebody a copy right now, I totally understand Just tell somebody about it. Tell five peoples about it. Tell 10 amazing souls about the book. I so appreciate you. And what I'm learning now through this recent news that we're on a bestseller list is that people are telling people about it. And to see a book do well later on after publishing, that's what's happening. People are telling other people about it. So if you liked this book, if there was a chapter you liked, if you loved it, if you remotely liked it, tell somebody about the book. And also, if you can, buy them a copy. Love you guys. Thanks, Joy Starters. I'm audaciously building an app. Like when I was in there, I was like looking up JSON files. Like what? Like I don't know about these things, but I'm learning. And why do I share all these things with you guys? Why, why do I share all these successes and also the times where I fail with you guys? It's not to show off. It's not that at all. It is to inspire you. I've had this conversation with my husband and people, and I saw a graphic recently, a meme, 
that said, hey, girl, if you catch yourself judging another woman for living her best life, for for sharing something good, I'm just paraphrasing here, and you're judging her, it's you. You need to look inward. And I would say we could expand that to all of us. I think you can also talk back to those voices in your head. If you find yourself, I've shared this before and I'll share it again. If you find yourself looking at somebody else's success and you are jealous of them, this is a, an exercise I go through because we are human. We sometimes feel jealous of people. I will stop myself. I will acknowledge the feeling. Dr. Josh would love this. He's our resident psychologist. And Dr. Josh Claypo, and we just love him so much. You acknowledge the feeling of jealousy. And then you say, you know what? I don't know what they've walked through. I don't know what they've been through. I don't know what they've come through. I don't know what fire they've come out of. It's still smelling like soot, still sparking up. I don't know. I've not walked a day in their shoes. And instead of me being jealous, and if I'm acknowledging this jealousy, I can say, you know what? What is theirs is meant for them, is meant for them. And what's meant for me is meant for me. You can't take what's meant for me. You can't take an opportunity that's meant for me. You can't take a man, a partner, a woman, or whoever it is for me if they're meant for me, right? And so if you acknowledge the jealousy and then say, you know what? You look at them, you don't know their past, and then you can turn that jealousy into praying for them or cheering for them. It is huge. It's a huge, awesome exercise that I do because I'm human just like you. So why am I sharing this? I'm sharing this because I want you to know why I share the good things in my life, why I share the the amazing accolades and things that are happening, it's because I want to inspire you. It's not to show off. And just like that meme talked about, just like this exercise in your life, if you find yourself jealous of somebody or grumbling, been there, done it, you got to go to that exercise and, and acknowledge and sit with it and get to that root and you will end up finding yourself, you'll end up finding yourself cheering for people and it's awesome. So all of that to say, all of that to say, faith, fitness, and audaciousness, all of that to say is I got an, an email yesterday or a text message from a friend that was traveling in the Tucson airport, in the Tucson airport, and he sent me a picture of my book on a shelf in a bookstore. <laughs> Y'all, and I freaked out. I freaked out. And why I freaked out, one, it's the second bookstore in an airport where somebody has sent me a picture of my book. The other one was O'Hare. Obviously, I think it's like the world's largest or busiest airport. And then it's Atlanta behind that. And I freaked out then too. And why I freaked out, why I freaked out, is because my book, my publisher, the, one of the gentlemen so great at my publishing company told me it's not going to happen. Like generally, there is a lot of those books that are there in those small airports and small book sections are what they call pay to play. They are, they're large budgets to be featured wherever they are. And so I asked about it. I asked several people. I had a book coach. If you're ever writing a book, his name is Rob. You need to send me an email and I will connect you with this guy. He's amazing. And so I asked around and I, I kept getting those same answers. So again, I put being in airports out of my mind just like I put being a bestseller after I was obsessed with it. And if you don't know that story, you got to go back a couple of podcasts because this is a new season. I, I put it out of my mind. I put it out of my mind, just like I put being a bestseller out of my mind. And boom, it happened. Boom, it happened. And I'm sharing this with you today 
because people are going to tell you in your life. I always try to invite you, the lesson, you into the story. People are going to tell you things in your life are not going to happen. They're just not going to happen. Sorry, Rachel, you're not going to, you're not going to, that's not in our budget. It's extremely expensive. I just don't think being in an airport bookstores is going to happen for you. And then I pop up in two airport bookstores and my book coach told me it's a testament to my hard work, the people that helped me, my book launch team, the publisher, people that came beside me and walked with me and helped launch this book. They know who they are, my book launch queens. And I'm just blown away. I'm blown away. So today, what I'm praying over you, audaciousness, right? Like I'm praying audacious prayers for you. I, I'm praying that the thing that people told you in your life is not going to happen, is not going to happen, happens for you. Happens for you. That's what I'm praying for you today. Whew, right? Wouldn't you like to look up and get a text from somebody or get an email from somebody out of the clear blue sky that something happened that people told you wasn't going to happen? That's what I'm praying over you today. And lastly, before we leave, I want to tell you about this really cool thing that um, I'm going to get to go do. I am heading to Washington, D.C. this weekend for something called the World Culture Festival that has been all over the world. And it is now in D.C. this year, and it's a coming together of millions of people, uh, a couple hundred thousand on the ground, millions of people via tune in, via stream. And it is people coming from all over the world. And it's a one-of-a-kind celebration of diversity and culture in Washington, D.C. And it's on the National Mall. It says, renew, groove, dance, sing, and connect with millions of people who long for more. One of these, the events at this World Culture Festival is a leadership forum, is a is a international leadership forum on business and mental health. There are two of the things that are going to be discussed. I'm like, I'm giddy. That are going to be discussed at this world, at this leadership forum. Y'all, and I got invited. I got invited. Like they've got dignitaries coming from all over the world, like super important people and me. And me. I'm like, what? And me? And me? So I've got my yellow suit because I, that's it. Like I'm bringing the joy. Boom. I've seen pictures of people there. They're all in their dark suits. I'm going to pop in there with my yellow suit and my Nike low dunks. And I'm going to be at this leadership forum on Saturday. And so I'm flying up late Friday night. I'm going to be there on Saturday. And I will be tweeting up a storm and sharing with all these really important people and me. I'm like, oh my gracious, I'm so honored and humbled to be invited to this to talk about the work that we've been doing with I'm Changing the Narrative and learn. Shut my mouth, open my two ears, shut my one mouth, open my two ears and learn. And so I'll be reporting back on that for you. And then on Sunday, this is just audaciousness, audaciousness. Years ago during the pandemic, I was contracted by the Big Ten, by Kevin Warren, who is now the president of the Bears. I was contracted by the Big Ten to kick off their in-house, like their staff meetings each week, each Tuesday, with something that I learned, something that I taught on, something inspirational. And it was such a challenge because I did this for, I think, three or four months, and I had to have something new each week. And it was also a lifesaver for me. When you read the book, you'll understand this during a time when all my speaking engagements got canceled because the world paused. People, you couldn't be in public, on public spaces with large groups of people. So 
my entire calendar for 2020 had been canceled and I had a choice to quit. I'm changing the narrative or keep going. And I kept going. And so one of the people during those meetings that Kevin Warren introduced us to was the author Mark Batterson. Huge fangirl. He's a pastor. He's an author of The Circle Maker, Honey and The Circle Maker. If you have not gotten it, I'm telling you, go out, get it, run fast, get it, do it. It's amazing. Get it wherever books are sold. So I've just followed him and all of those things. So when the book came out, I just took a chance and I sent him a, I think I commented on something on Twitter on his and I, because we, he, he's not following me. And then all of a sudden he sends me a DM. I think he followed and then I was able to send him a DM. And I asked him if I could send him a copy of Relentless Joy. And he said, yes. He said, yes. He said, yes. So about a month ago, I sent him a copy of Relentless Joy. He told me that he had indeed received it, totally fangirling here and totally admitting it. He had received it. And so I'm going on Sunday. I've been to his coffee shop in downtown DC when I was there last hosting a mental health game with Marilyn. And I am going to hear him preach on Sunday morning. He knows I'm coming. He said, I'm looking forward to meeting you. I am freaking out. I'm so excited. So then after that, this is my soul care day. This is my soul care day. After that, I am such a history nerd that I am going to spend the afternoon five to seven hours as much as I can pack in. It's an earlier service in the museums. And I asked yesterday, for recommendations, and everybody gave me so many recommendations. I've been to Yad Vashem in Israel, the Holocaust Museum. It changed me. Oh my gosh, amazing. Do I want to go to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. too? Absolutely, yes. Do I want to go to the African American Museum? Absolutely, yes. But I've also never been to the Smithsonian Museum of Natural History, and a lot of people said, you got to go there, but there are so many wings and parts of it, you'll never get through it. So what I plan to do, my plan is after the event on Saturday, and some other people gave me joy in traveling, right? Hey, joy starter. Some other people gave me recommendations to see the monuments. Of course, I want to see the monuments, but I want to see Arlington National Cemetery as well. So after the event on Saturday, and obviously trying to take in a little bit of the World Culture Festival too, but I'm going to make time for the things that I've always wanted to do, and that is go to Arlington, and go to the monument. Somebody said, get a scooter so you can get around or pedicab much easier. And then on Sunday morning, I'm going to go to church, meet my one of my favorite authors and pastor, Mark Batterson. And then on Sunday, I'm going to spend the early part of the dates at the Smithsonian. And then I've got a reservation, a ticket to the African-American Museum in the afternoon. Now, do I wish I could stay over and do a whole nother day of or two of museums, I do, but this is at least a good day, a good soul care day, a good Sabbath, a good all of those things to be my nerdy little self and soak in so much history that I will turn around and share with you on this podcast and in the newsletter. I love you guys. I hope you have enjoyed today. I hope that you've been inspired, faith, fitness, and audaciousness, and I hope that you put your head down and work so dang hard that all of a sudden somebody sends you an email or a text message and it just pops up and says and, and tells you something that you never thought possible. But God, man, never thought possible. And all of a sudden it's happened for you like it's happened for me. And then I also lastly 
hope you use that exercise about when we naturally in our flesh feel jealous of people and how we can move past that and end up cheering for them and praying for them. Because I don't share my stuff with the world to be a show off by any means. I do it to inspire people and and show you that you can indeed come out of the fire and you can indeed you can indeed win. There's a gospel song that I love. It's my winning season. It's my winning season. That doesn't mean there won't be bad days. It doesn't mean there won't be fight with your spouse. That doesn't mean you won't have um, pitfalls and fallen old traps and all of those things. But it does mean that your winning season is up ahead. Maybe your winning season is right now. I don't know what, what that is, but I'm praying for you, praying audacious prayers. I'm praying that you get the, that call, that text, that email, that something you thought that would not happen ever is going to happen for you. I love you. Remember, share this with somebody. Share it on a group text. Share it on your social media. Give us a review, please. Leave us the stars, all of the things. I love you. I do this for you weekly. We do this for you weekly. And I'm just so grateful for you. Have a great week, Joy Starters. Rachel Joy Barbeau here. Did you know, and I'm so excited to announce it, that I am going to be coaching again. I have coached for years and years. Years ago, I coached sportscasters 47 years. It was the joy of my life to be able to lead sportscasters on their journey. And then once I quit sportscasting, I began joy coaching, helping people find what sets their soul on fire, creating movements, bringing that thing that's been in your soul into the world. And we are starting a small, a very small and intimate group coaching program, August 15th. I also have two spots available, just two, because I want to give you my all uh, for one-on-one coaching. So if you want to check it out and get all the information, we want you to head on over to rachelbarbeau.com and make sure you sign up for the email list. That makes you a VIP. and You're already a VIP in my heart. It makes you a VIP and that way you will get information on the coaching program, when I'm going to be in your town, events I'm doing, how you can be a joy starter, how you can get your joy starter buttons, all the things. I love you guys and I'm so thankful for you.